When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody. Oh, now you're the host. I fucked something up already. Starting <laughs> off the show, and you're over there. But hey, anyway, it's the Bengals and Brews podcast, the only podcast where we talk shit until we're drunk. But uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little Bengals, talk a little about NFL, talk about life, talk about how stupid I look in that orange arrow outfit. I noticed, like right off the bat, that that man, that thing looks a little crazy. What do you guys think? So you want to start during the week of free agency? You want to start by talking about yourself? Talk about me, yeah, exactly. I think it's pretty awesome. <laughs> I no, think you I, uh, should, I think you should stop going to schools and having the crotch rip out in front of all the children. <laughs> you want to tell that story real quick? Hey, no. Let's let's get on the free agency. How about that? <laughs> all right, we're joined by Joe and Glenn Goodberry. So glad to have him. Everybody knows Joe that uh, follows the Bengals. And I say about half the people know Glenn. I'm getting a lot of love these days from uh, my Bengals friends here that I got on Twitter now. So, Yeah. G- good guys. Say, uh, I, in my eyes, it's got to be a little more than half. I mean, it seems like every time, every time uh, Joe's in town, Glenn's in town, right? There's also a small portion that think we're the same guy. Yeah. And they get very confused. <laughs> They're like, wait a second. What are you, a Bills fan? And I'm like, right. we or they'll think, what are you just tweeting about the Bills right now? Or the, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That's your Bills that. account. You have a Bills account and a right. Bengals account. No, they're two <laughs> separate people, everyone. Just I've, had, yeah. I've had Steeler fans DM me like, we're on your mind. You got your a Bills logo up right now. We stay on your mind. And I'm like, I think you're talking about my brother. <laughs> and then they apologize to me, and then they like follow me. It's weird. But... <laughs> it's <very> weird. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's hop into free agency. Well, I guess we'll start with Monday. How surprised were you, especially Joe, for this one, when they were the first one to announce a deal? Announce a deal one. or is it uh, to agree to a deal with Alex Capo? Yeah. Oh Monday. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was very surprised, actually. Um, I thought they wanted to make a statement, obviously, you know, when they were like, we're not going to sit here. It's not going to be OK. We're not going to let Burrow get hit like that. So I, I do definitely think um, that was part of the plan. Now, on the other hand, I've called it more ceremonial than anything because I think they wanted to make a statement and they did. But the player you're getting is a quality player, but he's not a Pro Bowl guard. You know, they didn't go get the top guy in any position. 
Um, they didn't go throw huge money. His cap it this year is $6.75 million, right in the range of where they pay guards. They didn't make their contract structured any different than they normally do. So, like, they kind of did their thing. They just made sure they did it first so that it looked good. And I don't want to be too cynical about that. I'm glad to have Alex Kappa. I just think it was more of a show than it was actually adding, you know, the kind of guy we kind of wish they would go for. I still appreciated it personally. <laughs> and we've got we got Glenn over here eating wings. While I was going to say, we, for now. we've got to talk. We'll about get him back in on some milk talk because they made some great right moves. Do your thing. Do your thing. All right. So. Yeah, maybe that was just for us, but honestly, I appreciate it because I always hate like we're sitting there, we're waiting half the day just for them to announce a signing like that. Right. Um, Kappa is good. I'm guessing they were really hoping before Tom Brady come back that that would have been Ryan Jensen. I don't know if you heard much about that, but it just seemed like there was a lot of. I think Jensen would have got way more money had Brady not come back, so I don't think they were ever in on it that much. Yeah. But you know, you know what the underrated point though is that I appreciate is that. It means they were illegally tampering, illegally. And you, know, you kind of always wondered if the Bengals are kind of too Boy Scout at times, right? Do you guys ever yeah, push the envelope? Do you do anything wrong, you know? And to get a deal exactly, done at 12 yeah, one I mean, they yeah. threw pie in my face big time because we, we had a chat Saturday night and um, on our show, and I was like, you know what? I think, honestly, I think the Bengals are that kind of team that, you know, they want to do everything by the book. And they all of a sudden, twelve oh one. They've got a four year deal signed. I'm like, oh well, shit. I guess, uh, I guess I don't know exactly. what I'm talking about after all. And then uh, Ted Karras. We'll go ahead and just uh, jump onto him next. Um, I I was thinking center all along when they brought him in. It seems like he's played that more. But then when you look at his PFF grades, he's played left guard and right guard, basically at the same level in all three spots. What's your thoughts on him? I think it opens up the draft still. Yeah, because he's versatile, because he's played guard and center. He's about 2,300 snaps at, at center versus about 1,000 snaps at guard. So he's definitely, I think, they view him as a center or they want him to be a center. You're right, though, bringing up the PFF stuff because he grades out, you know, based on their logic, better at guard than he did at center, which that's the other part, too, about him is uh, – you know, you're getting a, a steady guy, a fresher guy than Hopkins was. Hopkins couldn't even practice on Wednesdays for half the year because he was still recovering. You know, I think that had that became an issue with their their uh, pass protection and blitz pickups, things like that. Getting Karras in is just going to eliminate that issue and help the communication. He's known for being a guy that's extremely smart and great with the pickups and stuff. It's the reason why he got back on the field after coming into this year. Wasn't the starter. Had to beat out Michael and Wenyu from Michigan. Um, second-year guy, rookie last year, was tremendous for the Patriots. Mm -hmm. And Karras beat him because just they needed that mental stability in, in the interior of the offensive line, so he ended up playing at left guard. Um, but at the same time, he's also a guy that's been available now three seasons in a row, three off-seasons in a row. You know, he was he, he played a little bit for the Patriots, then got signed by the Dolphins. Dolphins, you know, had him for one year, went back to the Patriots. Anyone could have signed him. And then there was even rumors that the Bengals inquired during the uh, – the trade deadline this this past year where oh, he really? had but it didn't it didn't end up working out so like he's been available and he's got a five million dollar cap hit they didn't go crazy with him either so it's just a cynic in me of like you know yeah got guys but you could have pushed it a little bit more yeah and i mentioned i i went on uh sports of strawberry ice on monday and after that deal and when i think the guaranteed news broke right at the time like one year i says five million guaranteed i says basically a one-year deal if they want it, it to is. be like yep. it's not three years, eighteen million. Like it's first reported. You got to look at the guaranteed money. 
Mm-hmm. It's exactly uh, what yeah. it is. If and they want to get out of it or move him, like you brought up the draft, if Tyler Linderbaum, Iowa, is still there, or Zion Johnson of Boston College, he's a guard, Linderbaum's a center. Kenny can Green him. would be my third, another guard, if he would slide. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could figure out a lot of things and move guys around with him, which is a good thing. Yeah. Now, now when it comes to those two combined together, I know you had the, I think you had them both as like a, a tier three. Am, yeah. am I right in saying that? Yeah. So, do you think the combination of those two being together, followed with a, um, you know, a, a Carmen or, or one of those guys on the left side, do you think that'll be a significant upgrade to the line we had last year's going I'm into still, the year last year? Not, not right. necessarily what we ended up with, but what we started with. I'm glad you said that because that's how I always compare it as well. Yeah, Where did right. you start with? What was the plan? You know, the, like, when you go into week one, that's how you plan to have your roster, unless someone got hurt in preseason or camp. But they, they right. weren't. They were healthy at that point. Um, I still think they're going to bring Quentin Spain back, even if it's mm-hmm. a one- or two-year deal to compete with Jackson Carmen. So you kind of factor that in there. If it's Spain, Karras, and Kappa, they're definitely better because uh, the right guard was such an issue last year. It was – yeah, I don't think it was just the worst starter on their offense. It was probably their worst starter on the entire team at right guard. So that's such a big addition. He could be a tier three guy, but I think Adenergy would be a tier five guy, to be honest with you. I think he could be cut in the in, in this camp, to be honest, because this is a guy that's given up 13 sacks in just about uh, one full season. It's really been two years now. Uh, he just hasn't been effective at all at the guard position. Maybe he ends up being a tackle. But point is, at those spots, yes, they should be upgraded. But we're still sitting here and the news is we're worried about right tackle still. Yeah. And we do have some breaking news. Obviously we were talking literally right before we went on and uh, was it Mike Garofalo? Is that who we said it was that uh, said Lael Collins left Cincinnati without a deal. He's going to have at least another visit or two lined up. And um, after that, the Bengals are still in the running, but I feel like we have seen this before. Usually if they get out of the building without a deal, there's something – it could have been a take-it-or-leave-it money situation. Or if he felt the physical, then they would completely be out. What are your thoughts on uh, the Lyle Collins situation? I mean, I think it starts with the, the potential to trade for him and how nobody did. And I, it sounded like the Cowboys would have taken a bag of peanuts for Lyle Collins, who's a, who was formerly a great player. Um, so you kind of have to wonder what was going on. You hear rumblings, and people have said that, uh, they were worried about his hip, uh, having a degenerative hip issue, and that it would never get better. Yeah. I had one guy even told me it was toast. Um, so, like, I, when the Patriots weren't interested or, or inquired and then pulled out and said they weren't going to do it, the Dolphins haven't set up a visit yet. Other teams haven't set up visits. It was just the Bengals. It kind of – the writing on the wall was there that I think uh, there's an issue with Lyle Collins, and there's something going on there. Um, so it's not a surprise to me that he shows up to the visit. They probably – wanted him right even with the issues they probably put him through the physical now i'm speculating but i'm putting two and two together the best yeah and that's all right. we can do and that's all this is yep yeah and uh i think he had issues come up on his physical and they said okay um you know you're not going to get 10 million dollars a year here's an incentive um contract where games played and you can make your money back if you're healthy and you can play um uh, and he probably didn't want to hear that, right? I mean, he probably was was like, no, I can probably get someone else out there. I think it's interesting that we see reports while he was in town of the Dolphins are interested. Other teams are interested. Other teams are, yeah. are, are interested in Collins. They're not, but they may have interest, but they're not interested like that. And the point of that is 
that's the agent trying to make sure the Bengals know that, hey, I've got other teams here. Let me tell a reporter yeah. that, that he's got other people. You better give him a stronger offer than what you're giving him. Yeah, step it up. <laughs> exactly. So I think what it sounded like is when they were like, oh, he went home. He really didn't. They probably took a break and we're going to come back later. Well, we know he was at the mall and then he was he started <laughs> trending, trending on Twitter because everybody, some people, the post lady had him in the back seat. Yeah, uh, he was hanging out, drinking some brews with Tony the Tiger. So what I think, what I think happens is they get back together, and it, the Bengals were probably I, I bet Colin side and his agent were probably wondering or hoping the Bengals would amend that offer if there was one and say, okay, here's a little bit more money we want to get you here. Um, the Bengals, knowing who they are, probably said this is our offer. Again, three hours later, four hours, whatever it was in their break. Um, take it or leave it. What do you think? And he probably still declined it, trying to hopefully get a better deal out there. And maybe yeah, he got in contact with another team at that point in between and said, right. okay, yeah, we'll, we'll bring him in. We'll do our own physical and then we'll talk contract details. And maybe yeah, that's I, where we're kind of at since they mentioned, you know, a visit or two coming up. So yeah, maybe they have it, something in the works. And that's why that was reported that way. Yeah. Yeah, this reminds me so much of, of back when I was selling cars. I feel like it, it relates so much to car sales. Like you, once you get these guys in the house, you do not, under any circumstances, want these guys to leave. And that, I, I did see somewhere. I, I don't know if this is correct. I, you know, people were probably just shooting out numbers and stuff. But I did see somewhere where it was like a four-year, fifty million. Um, somewhere in hey, there's somebody take accounts, man. That was nothing like that. That was a random person with 50 followers. Oh, okay. I, like, I was just scrolling through Twitter and just yeah, to see that. And I, at first, I'm like, you know, that doesn't sound terrible, and, and especially the way the Bengals con or time contracts were. If like after, okay, two years but if you were gonna down. sign a four him for four years, 50 million, you would have right. traded a sixth or seventh round pick exactly. for him. Made that's sure that's where him. I was going into, I was starting to think. Well, if they would have done that, why wouldn't they have just traded, you know, a, a seventh round conditional pick for, for him and stuff like that? So, but um, as far as like the money goes, what what are you thinking? Is I mean, because I'm I'm not very good with this contract stuff. I mean, what would the rate of a of a Collins um, Collins size tackle be? It's hard to say, right? If he was healthy, someone would have traded for him. And that's what I think. It, yeah. it, that, that was an easy contract with no that's guarantee. 10 million per. 10 million yeah. per. And every year he could cut him with no um, hit against your cap. So, like, that's ideal for a guy that may have injury issues. So, yeah. why wouldn't you have taken that? Well, because it must be more severe than that. Or you don't want a $10 million cap hit this year, and you want to give him, let's say, $15 million this year, and if the cap hit's only like $7 million. Because you can give him cash mm -hmm. and signing bonus cash, year one, yep. and bring down the year one cap it. So that's basically like, giving him BJ Hill's deal. Sure, three years, thirty million, fifteen first year. Like he gets the same amount of money over the next three years, but the Bengals front load it. They still have that open money for Burrow. Like exactly. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that what I, that's what I would have thought would have happened, yeah. but you know, obviously they didn't come to an agreement. It must be less than that. The offer. Yeah, yeah, that that this is a question for you guys because I don't know. I'm I'm assuming they mean uh, Daryl Williams, Trent Brown, and I don't know the Jermaine last Fetty, uh I think he played with the was the Seahawks last year or Seahawks previously at some point. And then I don't know who Lamb. That's yeah, I don't know who the Lamb. Uh, they're all. I mean, I, I would take Daryl Williams for sure. He's a guard and tackle. He's played both. Played a lot of guard for the Bills last year. 
Um, I wanted him last year before he ended up signing with the Bills. All right, all right, Glenn, give us your breakdown on Darrell Williams while we're on Darrell Williams real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Who, me? Yeah, you want to talk about Darrell Williams? You don't want to talk about Darrell Williams. I want to talk about you guys taking Bobby Hart back. Oh, he was on the Bills last year, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, what the hell was that? Like, He found, like, three jobs last year. How does that Bills and Bengals are, like – Buffalo was like Captain Sabahal <laughs> when it came to Bobby Hart. Hey, <laughs> they just <laughs> they just kept Speaking plugging of, him let's, in. Let's get into a little block. Buffalo Bills talk since we're talking uh, Daryl Williams and stuff. Um, before we before we break down him real quick, what do you guys yeah. think about trading the uh, the pick for? Um, oh, what's his name? The, the quarterback. I tried to make a medium. Yeah, sorry. they're medium. He's eating the wings and he's coughing over yeah, there. We'll see Josh Allen fall. <laughs> yeah, we're getting into Buffalo talk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the Cleveland Browns quarterback, you guys not not Baker, but the other one. I saw where you guys traded for him today. What's your thoughts on that? They traded for a quarterback. Yeah, they traded for um uh, their backup. What's Keenum? Uh, yeah, Keenum. Keenum. Yes, I, I hate think, Keenum. I think it's fine. Um, Keenum could come in right, and, and if Josh Allen were to go down, obviously. One no. of my biggest fears. You're lying. You're lying to yourself right no, now. Hang on. I mean, <laughs> one of my biggest fears is Josh going down. Is Josh yeah. replaceable? Josh Allen? No. Probably that's not. Right. Saying. That's why I said. So, that's why, like, when it's like, oh, are we going to sign a better backup than Brandon Allen? No, because if Joe gets hurt, we're fucked anyways. <laughs> right. You don't. You're not going to sign a top 15 quarterback to be your backup and right. then come in and hopefully do better or uh, be able to. Pittsburgh's thinking you did last year. So who do you get? You get Case Keenum, I guess. Right? Yeah, Brian fine. Fitzpatrick was thrown around. They traded a sixth round pick for or a seventh round pick for Keenum. Right. And so, and we also signed back um what's his name? That um Jake Fromm? Not Fromm. Um who else did they have? Um what's his name? He was gone Is for it the rookie year. you guys drafted uh a few years not, ago? Not, well from a year ago, and then didn't he end up at the oh, Giants okay. at some point last year? He did, yeah. And they didn't tender him. They I did so right. Fromm ended up on the Giants, they didn't tender him. Fromm's been or uh, uh the Giants have been taking even Tyrod Taylor. That's right. Um ex Bills. But um let me uh let my yeah, producer look this up for you. <clears throat> You were the producer. You were the same person. So we went into the beginning of the week without a backup quarterback. We right. had Josh Allen on the roster, and that was it. But uh, yeah. so they picked up two guys. One was already here and uh, traded for one. Um, we got a few guys that had left for a year and came back too with uh, Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson and uh, oh, yeah. you guys got you got. Uh, no, no, that ain't right. Hold on. Hold on. Derek, can I just say, you're like, hey, Glenn, let's do some Bills talk. How about that backup quarterback, Case Keenum? Based on Waller. I just there, Glenn. Yeah, if we, talk, <laughs> if we talk about one guy with Vaughn Miller. Um, Case Keenum. Oh, right. Shit, yeah, I, Case, I forgot about that. Go ahead. Yeah. So the big Bills, the big Bills, Bills Case Keenum, everyone. <laughs> the big talk was We're going to look past the Vaughn Miller thing, yeah. No. Bills Mafia yeah, tied on Chandler Jones, right? That Bills Mafia was like Chandler Jones. We got to sign Chandler Jones. We got to get him. We got to bring him back. He's from Rochester. Uh, we got to get him here, you know, come home, help us seal the deal. He signs with the Raiders, and the next thing you know, we get Vaughn Miller on this mega deal. Which looks more like a three-year deal now with the numbers into it. I don't expect him to be on. Glenn, the how did you find out they signed Von Miller? 
I think you, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're messing, you're in my DMs and we're talking back Why and forth. And you go, they signed Miller. I'm on my way to work too. I got all these things going on. My head starts spinning. I'm working overnights. My first couple hours at work are unproductive because mm-hmm. I'm like Vaughn Miller. I'm buzzing. I'm like, I'm in it. I'm on Twitter. It's, you know, my head's spinning, trying to figure out what's going on. What made him come to Buffalo? He was in LA. But uh, when does the Miller jersey get delivered? I did not order a, a Vaughn Miller jersey yet. I'm still on the hunt to complete my full uh, Josh Allen jersey uh, collection. So I got one more. I got the red jersey to get for Josh Allen. Excuse me. Before you get a Miller? Before I get the Vaughn Miller. I think I'll get the Vaughn Miller before the season starts. And is yeah. he like, wearing number 40? He's going to wear 40. That's yeah. Really yeah. I get that jersey. They presented him at 40. It looked real good on the blue. Um, last I saw yesterday, only white was available in men's sizes and then women's had blue and then they had children in blue, but, um, yeah, I'll get, I'll get the Vaughn, the Vaughn Miller Jersey will get delivered over the summer. So Joe could probably wear the children's size, right? With a small hand. <laughs> yeah. I got small hands too. I photoshopped mine. I did mine. on oh, the. I, uh, you're not supposed hey. to tell people that like that was the whole thing. Glenn, I did honest right now. So the moment I figured out how to properly do the hand size because of the whole Kenny Pickett thing and all that, I looked it up and I'm like, dude, my hands are like eight and three quarters. I don't even make the oh, hand no. cut. <laughs> <laughs> Your poor wife. <laughs> hey, it makes things look bigger. That's all I'll say. I'm saying is it relative? Are you like five foot four? Because then that would make sense. No, I'm I'm five. What am I? Like five nine. So it's like I'm not I'm I'm your prototypical like I guess you could say running kicker. back, 5'9", 200 pounds. I'm oh, a yeah. Randy Bullock. There you go, kicker. There you go, perfect. Real All quick, right. real quick, Matt Barkley, I'm sorry. Yeah. Matt Barkley, okay. Matt Barkley oh, yeah. being rumored to return back to Buffalo. He's tweeting some stuff and some Buffalo-related stuff. So, okay. Well, I feel like wherever he goes, like, he's not as good. But when Buffalo, like, when he's had a play, he's actually been decent. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. the only place he was decent at. I just I don't want to see him honestly. I want Josh to get all drums you know, or all flats. Man. No, that's that's a whole array. I made some it's wings, guys. All right, tell us about the wings and the sauce. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So the wings are just uh, basic wings. We got Wegmans here. It's called is our grocery store. Um, I just bought a pre bag, frozen, fresh. Some people will tell you, you know, they like one way or another. These ones are frozen. I think they're fine. They went they're well. Good. Um, they cooked well, excuse me, I air fried them. And then they, they make, oh, yeah. you know, we got these player themed sauces here in Buffalo. So I used the Josh Allen hot just to go with the theme for tonight. And I added some butter, which is typical. If you want to dumb the sauce down a little bit to make mm-hmm. your sauces, Joe, Joe's a little soft. Like Cooter style. We got all this Josh Allen sauce on there. So I got all this Josh Allen elite sauce on here. <laughs> top, top three sauce. And, uh, Top three, so top three, right. you know. <laughs> and you guys are from the Buffalo area, correct? I'm sure most people probably already know this about you guys, but um, just one thing. I think I know the answer, Joe, because I think I've heard you say it before, but how did you become a Bengals fan instead of sticking with the Bills? And and not only become a Bengals fan, but how did you stay a Bengals right. fan throughout yeah. the entirety of uh, – that's, that's the crazy question right there. Well, my first football memory is the Bengals helmets. So I don't, you know, it kind of stuck there. I remember my dad kind of talking shit about the Bengals, like as if they had a rivalry. 
because they played a lot in the late 80s in the playoffs and stealing it like the no huddle offense from each other. And, and they had, you know, some decent games in the, you know, in, in that end of the 80s, early 90s. Um, and then so that I kind of thought they were like a rival team. So I always picked rival teams from him or like the rival whatever from him. Yeah, he's a Bruins fan too. If he watch, he doesn't watch much hockey, but Sabres here, and then their rivals is Boston. Right. So like, I kind of always did that. You know, whenever we had like a foosball table or an air hockey table, like like they had teams or whatever. You know, you pick opposite teams. That's how you how you are with your brother, right? So I just stuck with it. But I will tell you, one time, one year, I had a moment of weakness where I said, "Fuck it, I'm not watching the Bengals anymore. They're so terrible. I can't watch them." So it was 2002. And I was born in Tampa Bay, Florida. And so my dad. You were a fan by 2002? Oh, yeah. No. You got me beat because last year I became a fan. Ah. Yeah, I became a fan fan in 03. So. Yeah, I had a Carl Pickens jersey in like 99, 2000. It was 1997 because I remember wearing it to Mm. middle school. Yeah. I stole his Carl Pickens jersey. It was a white one. (laughs) It was gorgeous. First day I'm wearing it, I'm getting complimented in the hallway. Right. He had 99 catches that year. So, anyways. Uh, so 2002 comes around and the Bengals are on TV one time this year. Remember they go two and 14 this year. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And my, I was born in Tampa, Florida. My dad goes, you know, you don't have to be a Bengals fan. Why don't you watch some other teams? And I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch the Bucks. He's yeah. trying to literally help you after that stretch in the night. <laughs> it's exactly what he's doing. Exactly. And I, I yeah. not watch them on TV in Buffalo. They're not on for me at all. So like, I'm like watching highlights, listening to the radio stuff, you know, getting whatever, I can. And that was how I was a fan. It was, it was a poor way to be a fan. Anyways, I ended up watching like 12 Buccaneers games that year. They win the Super Bowl. long story short. And it's like, Oh, it was fun, but I felt like I cheated. Right. I felt like yeah. I, I really, I really care for that team. There is a small part of my heart that now, so loves that. Oh, two bucks team. Yeah. They so they had, well, that was that like was their last Eric Brooks. Yeah. Simeon Rice. Was John. The last Super Bowl they had. Rondé Barber. Fact, yeah. Last year, and John Gruden just got traded there, you know, and he had to build that offense because Tony Dungy couldn't do that. And you know, that Brad Johnson and Michael Pittman and Keyshawn Johnson, Keenan McCardell, Joe Juravicious in the slot. I mean, I, I really like that team. And um, but I, I felt like I cheated. And the Bengals had the number one pick, and I loved the draft. Well, the and, Marvin signing was a good signing too. Yeah, like that exactly. was kind of the start too. There like, was hope. You could feel yeah. the hope boiling up at that time for the first time in a long time. And I loved the draft, and I was just getting into the player evaluation aspect of everything. You know, Mel Kuyper at the time was a superstar, at, you know, at, at leading that. Still is. Right. And the Bengals had the number one pick, and I'm like, look at this Heisman-winning, golden-armed quarterback, man. I, all right, I'm back in. Let's watch this. And <laughs> I, I stuck with it. Yeah. I went to Mel Kuyper books. I remember the yes. What's up? You guys can split. Yeah. Get back Going on here, okay. <laughs> Derek is also on daddy duty. His wife, yeah, I'm on, I'm on daddy duty. Friend. So, yeah. oh, is, that, is that where Joe went? Did Joe no, Joe that? went to get his Mel Kuiper books from the early 2000s. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, 2005. This one's just sitting over in my office. And I looked oh, at wow. the Aaron Rodgers and Alex Smith on the cover, 2006, Reggie Bush on the cover. Okay, um, I never knew of those, so now I'm super jealous, and I'm wondering if they have them on, like, eBay. They they must, but there's scouting reports on all these players. I mean, like, full pages. It's kind of like the Dane Burglar now, which I just usually get each year and, and download yeah. that. But. Yeah. Dane's the man, yeah. 
Very similar. Back before smartphones, you'd have these things sitting on the back of the toilet. Yeah, I'd go exactly. in there, they're on the back of the toilet. I'm like, I can't read these. You would read them. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk about what you guys what you guys got drinking. What you guys drinking on over there? I went to Wegmans and I grabbed some Buffalo stuff. So I gave Joe something special. This is a seltzer made by uh, Labatt Blue. It's called QB1. Oh, okay. Oh, Josh so, Allen. again, he's got me drinking down Josh Allen. Yeah, I got so I gave him this. <laughs> yeah, but why don't we have cool you're stuff like Josh that? Josh Allen sauce and you're a, a Josh Allen beer. And it's Josh Allen. He so goes, he goes, I'm gonna give you a, a seltzer, that'll be funny. And I'm like, all right. The first <laughs> beer, the first beer I drank is a 12 gates. It's called Table Smasher. If that's not as generic that as is Buffalo genuine beer. Buffalo right there. And this is a uh it's a Kolsch. It's made with bee country honey. It's kind of on the sweet side, and it's uh, pretty good. And now I've moved on to a southern tier, which is like our uh, southern end of western New York. Uh, southern Tier Brewing Company, Nitro Hot Cocoa Stout. I'm ready for oh, another. Oh, that has give all over it right there. I'm about to give Joe another uh, Buffalo-related beer. What is this? This is a lager. It's called Poncho's Legacy Lager by 12 Gates. Poncho Billa passed away a few years ago. He was super a fan. Bill's super fan. Um, oh, okay. You know, oh, yeah, I know who Poncho was. Yeah. yeah. Did a lot, yeah. a lot of charity work. Yeah. And, and uh, 12 Gates did a beer. And uh, it's a pretty good beer. Awesome. So Joe gets to drink it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you uh, you saw what I had, what I was drinking on last weekend, but I had a uh, uh, Morlean or however you say that. It was a nitro stout, uh, as okay. well, like a milk stout. Yeah, so good. I love I love those those beers. But today I? I got me a uh, uh, Mad Tree. It's Happy Amber. Just, nice. It's an amber ale. It's yeah, really good. What are you drinking on over there, Dale? And once again, I have a beautiful, delicious Miller Lite can, like I do every other week. Um, shout out yeah. Miller Lite. Don't hesitate to sponsor um, yep. the show. That would be fantastic. Shout out Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller. It's Miller time. It is yeah, Miller there time. you go. Miller, it's Miller time at the uh, at the Highmark Stadium this year, which we, you know, depending on your generation here in Buffalo, it's either Rich Stadium That's right. or the Ralph. And then you know we and then we eventually got some uh, commercial names, but yeah, I mark stage. No, okay. let's talk more about Case Keenum. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys also signed OJ Howard. So. That's right. They did. So if he could stay healthy, I think complimentary to Dawson Knox. Mm-hmm. Dawson Knox led the league in tight end touchdowns last year. He really. It, I, I I saw something. He worked in the off season. He did some some ballet and some other things to get his footwork and his body placement right, um, and his hands right. To he he worked with somebody with that too. Um, but Josh really trusted him this year. And yeah. he, there was a few a games where he went off. A lot stuff. of broken plays. There was a play mm-hmm. against uh, New England in the playoffs mm-hmm. that wild card round. I thought Josh was throwing the ball away. That thing mm-hmm. was like ten feet in the air going out of the end zone. Knox leaps up into the air and catches it for a touchdown on their first drive, and then they totally wipe New England clean. But as far as after that with Knox with tight end, you know, I'm kind of happy that uh, we were talking about Gronk too. There's always a connection with Buffalo and Cincinnati. We got always. you know the Gronk the Bengals were interested in OJ Howard and the, yeah, yep, yep. Howard. 
the Gronk talk, where's Gronk going to go before Brady came back? Gronk's from Buffalo. It was going to be one or the other, it seemed like. I mean, honestly, because yeah. he could pick and wherever speaking he Speaking of, of New York teams, we were interested in Conklin as well, and he ended up signing with the uh, with the Jets. So Conklin was my guy. He was my pick for, like, if they needed a Tier 3 guy to replace. And that was yeah. his best year last year with Minnesota, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh. And with um, – Buffalo too. They, Buffalo was one of the healthiest teams in the league last year, <clears throat> and OJ Howard is is optimistic about Buffalo's approach sure. towards health and keeping him healthy and on the field. It's a bet for him. Yeah, because I think yeah. with the opportunity for uh, you know what, what the Bills have to offer to keep him healthy, maybe uh, yeah. And you can you can go back and, and look at my tweets because I don't delete shit because I ain't a pussy, but. I <laughs> I coming into that draft, I absolutely loved Dawson Knox. I was I was talking to him up. I wanted to draft him in the second round and then they ended up getting um Drew Sample. Which, I mean, yeah, I'm 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 okay with Drew Sample, just not Bullshit! Right. Okay what are you okay with? We could have had AJ Brown. We could have had AJ Brown. I'm not talking about for the draft value. I'm just talking about as a player. I think he is a quality a backup tight end. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. But if you're talking about the draft, <laughs> he's a what? He's a he's a solid backup tight end. He's a good blocker. Hey, here. I'll get another one. We know you like him. That's okay. All right. I hope he uh, DMs you. I hope he sees this <laughs> and uh, he hits you off. The only guy in Cincinnati back, or backing yeah. uh, Drew Sample. He's like, I got some tickets for you. We'll call for the open. Right. You know, come through. <laughs> and get we'll go to Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> he's a nice guy. Yeah. I'm sure he's a great husband. If he has kids, I'm sure he's a great father. Yeah. But he's, not a da- he's not a damn good tight end. He's not a second round pick. He's a great I'm tight worried, end. I'm he's a good blocker. A solid backup tight end. There, I said it. Put him round two. I love. He was a sixth round pick. He was. I had him mocked to the Bengals in round six. Yeah, I hated picking him over Dawson Knox because I was in love with Dawson Knox. Yeah, he's worked out for us. I'm happy. Oh, I'd love to have Dawson Knox. Remember he? I had him on my pick. The hell out of the Bengals for that touchdown. You remember that? Darius Phillips goes on a blitz. Josh Allen breaks out, hits Dawson Knox, and he stiff arms Jesse Bates into the ground and goes to the earth. He lost. He gave his soul away. Yeah. Yeah. Andy Dalton overthrows Auden Tate on a slant on fourth down. Like, Auden Tate's seven foot. He throws it nine feet. We lost. Oh, shucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good. All right, let's talk about our tight end for the Bengals. Hayden Hurst signed this week. He's got a great message about mental health and depression. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think everyone can relate to that, at least somewhere in their family, if not personally. Um, Easy to root for. As a player, I think this could work out well for him. What's your thoughts, Joe? Yeah, he's a former first-round pick. He was a 25-year-old rookie because he uh, was drafted, played baseball for two years. Yeah, um, he's a good athlete and he can catch the ball. He's got really good hands. He's never was much of a blocker. He will give his effort, but he's just never been very good at it. Uh, in fact, mm-hmm. he split out last year was it was uh, or the year before it did in 2020 when he had his best year with the Falcons, the best career year. Uh, it was he was like 400 versus 200 in the snaps, wasn't it? 
Yeah, where he was like split out wide or in the slot, or you know, he really yeah. wasn't a traditional wide tight end. Um, so I wonder if they'll do that a lot with him, and just because the kind of you know player he is. I do think it's an upside kind of move. It's a one-year deal, three and a half million. So they didn't do a, they didn't spend a lot at that position. They really can't spend a lot. When you draft three receivers the way you do, and you plan on extending all three, and you paid your running back, you kind of got to say, listen, we and you're trying to pay and improve your line, right? You just tight ends gonna have to fall back. You're gonna have to get these guys in the draft for cheap and keep them for cheap if you can. Um, so I, I get it, and I think there could be some upside with Hayden Hurst. They didn't get worse at the position, I don't think, than CJ Ozama. We love CJ, right? I feel like, like it's the same, same. We're like right same. here. It's probably about the same. Right. So yeah. it really doesn't matter. I, my initial tweet when I when they were signed was this elevates the need to draft a tight end. It wasn't it had nothing to do with with uh, with Hayden Hurst himself. It's a one year deal. He's going to be twenty nine years old. Drew Sample will be a free agent after this year. Right, and we know what Drew Sample is probably. Thank God. Sorry. If he's the biggest surprise, the biggest hater apparently over hey, here. I no, I we got Thad Moss, man. No, or, you're right. <laughs> no, no, or Gerald says two samples going to be MVP. You, but yeah. So what what it means is what it, why you elevate that is because you want to draft a guy a year or two earlier than you need him anyways at tight end as a slow developing position. So you want to get a guy in the third, fourth, even fifth round. Um, you know where Drew Sample should have been picked, not in the second round like you liked him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I didn't like him in the <laughs> yeah. yeah, Derek had him as number one overall. Right. I should have just kept my mouth We stole did, him in the uh, second round. You're getting dragged I for a, it. I did a mock draft just a little bit ago. I sent it to you, Dale, but I don't remember. I think did I think I got Rucker in the in the fourth round, didn't I? Or I think third. I think I've been in okay. some of those uh, mock draft simulators. Yeah, uh, getting him in the third, but honestly, I, I wouldn't care to go second round for a tight end, depending on what we do. Like, I know mm-hmm. we let Lyle Collins leave, but if we could sign him at right tackle, or like somebody asked earlier, like a Trent Brown, even I just worry about his injury history. But he has the greatest tattoo of all time. If you haven't seen it, look up Trent Brown. <laughs> <laughs> all you have it, to it's a uh, well, since it's our show, I'll describe it. I couldn't describe it on a sports yeah, strawberry guy. It's a little more PT. He has a girl sucking his dick. <laughs> just, it's him. It's I him. Pull it up. He tattooed it's himself. Their, their facial reaction. <laughs> All right. If you can find the tattoo, it, Derek, and pull that up. I mean, it's it, my producer on it right away. He plays tackle for the Patriots and Raiders. I mean, he's got, like, his jersey number on. Like, I mean, he's just having the best time of his life with that tattoo. Trump Brown tattoo is the third – most oh, search shit. thing. All right. If All you right, type Trent Brown, for? his tattoo comes up. Are you up. ready for it? <laughs> <laughs> did you oh, right. Bring it up, Derek. Bring you it up. I'll pull it up on here, too. It means that's him. Look at that, 149. Or is that one? Four, four. 144. I don't know what that is. I don't is. know what that is. But look at this. He's got two right girls. There. It's not just one. No, I was getting there. Jersey. Ah. Good Lord, man. That's not it. Yeah, there it is. That is not it. There it is. We'll get a zoom in on it. Man, can't make that image. Do we on it? Here, let me see what I can do. I mean, look at it here. It shows it. It is right. He doesn't wear sleeves. He just straight up shows it off. I don't know what I did. Anyway, he's got good work here. He's got Illuminati on his elbow. Right. Is that not the greatest NFL right tackle? 
Number just beating out Justin Smith's Budweiser around his arm. <laughs> like on brand, like right. yeah, I like to have three ways to get my dick sucked. I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> I mean who day? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But he's been injured a lot. Back to like serious talk on him, but when he does play, he plays well. I know the big contract with the Raiders that didn't work out, but and he's like six eight, three sixty-five. Yeah, mean, just a mountain. Somebody said, uh, as far as tight ends in the draft, Wiedermeyer from Texas A&M would be another choice. Yeah, there's a lot of guys like Trey McBride, Colorado State, mm-hmm. uh, Greg Dolchich from UCLA. There's uh, quite a few tight ends that I – I mean, I think it's a good tight end draft for second through fourth round. Yeah, it looks like yeah. it. Just give me the most athletic dude in the middle rounds. Yeah, that's probably Dolchich, yeah. honestly, from UCLA. Right. All right. Any uh, anything else we I want like to talk about? I'm about to let you guys talk for a minute, and then I'm going to have my variant hop on in my place, and I'll be right back. All right, variant. <laughs> All right. Um, a couple of things I wanted to talk about real quick was um, that that man cave. Let's let's talk about that real quick because I'm seeing all that those pictures and everything you got in the background, and you can even see that, that stuff is crazy. Yeah, this is mine. This isn't the we've done. Um, we did a what's it called? A, a Periscope or a live? Uh, we did a Twitter live. Yeah, Twitter live in, in his garage, which is all decked out in his collectibles. Uh, I do it, and I've done plenty of podcasts and stuff with the with my background here, and you know, got all my stuff going on. Dave Altman variant is swapped. In. Is that what happened? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got him muted though. Oh, there he is. The better. This is the the Dale Altman variant right there. I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know where he's going. He needed me to switch in. Yeah, yeah, in. That, he said he got an idea from a tattoo. Little, uh, he had to run real fast. Yeah, he he saw that tattoo and he had he yeah. like, man, I gotta go to the bathroom now. But. You gotta do number three. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, as far as like all the the pictures and everything, it looks like there's a lot of uh, Spider Man, a lot of variety yeah. with, with all of that. It's mostly Spider Man comics, actually, back there. Oh, is oh. it? Yeah, some of my okay. favorite famous ones, things like that. I actually, I just bought. Don't no spoilers. I, and I know I'm late to the process. I don't know what the statute of limitations is right now on this, but I just bought the movie. Yeah. I'm planning on watching it tonight, so. He just watched it the other day too. So he was oh, late as well. There you go. Yeah, I just I bought tickets for the you original. I bought tickets for the original week for my entire family back in December, and then we all got COVID. And then I canceled. Obviously, I had oh, to. Oh no! And then um, I never made it back. And then I it came out on digital Tuesday, so I watched it Tuesday morning, and it was pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I mean, I've I've already seen some spoilers. I know it's like. You know what's going to happen, right? With, you know everything, but it it's still. I'm hoping I can still get excited when when well, when that yeah, moment it's, happens. It's still mind blowing, and yeah, check yeah. it out. It's got some sad moments though, too. I know. Did you feel that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. There I haven't watched it with you. So that's why you I know there was some it. there was some moments where it could. Uh, you know, there was some happy tears and there was some sad tears i didn't cry but i'm like you know it was you're that feeling happy it. emotion yeah. and that sad emotion right. yeah, yeah. it wasn't it, it wasn't like tony said no it wasn't tony said no okay 
But that, that was killer. I'm I'm telling you, I've seen that movie like 16 times. Yeah, every single time, dude. It's every single time. That I'm, was sad I for what? That was sad for what he meant to the MCU. There's a moment in in No Way Home where it's like very emotional for Spider Man as mm -hmm. as a whole. So you know, there's going to be a processor, and then there's going to be a, a scene that's really going to you know um, really make sense with it. You know, the movie made more sense the second time I watched it though. Yeah, because like, I saw it in the theater, and we just watched it last night for the first time. And like at yeah. first time I watched it, I was like, they've definitely done good on the CGI and the anim animation since then. They've kept mm -hmm. working on it. But like some of the story stuff that didn't make sense or felt corny didn't the second time I watched it. And I don't know why, but like I like it made sense and it wasn't corny. And I was like, damn, this is actually better than I thought. Okay. Yeah, I I really like how like um you're seeing all these trailers and stuff for like the new um uh, multiversal um uh Doctor Strange, and, yeah. and you're seeing like all of this stuff, and a lot of it, even the the cartoon like What If that they released, um, what was it, a year ago or whenever, like they're really trying to pull all of that, yeah, and all of the all of the videos and the TV shows and all that stuff, they're trying to pull all this together, which I love. I love seeing. I I like the cartoon. I yeah, thought I did too. Awesome. It was, it dude, it was crazy. I mean, it just. When you're seeing all this stuff, you're like, God, this is like insane just when you're trying to follow it all. But yeah, it all it all made sense in the end. That that was pretty cool. We Dave, got what's more, up, man? Uh, we still got Dave in here. Dave, what's oh, going on? Tell, tell us all about Dell. Oh, yeah, give, give us the scoops. Man, that's gonna be tough. I don't know where to begin. <laughs> <laughs> The big, the biggest Bengals fan that I know personally, for sure. Um, I don't know. Um, now, do you live out of town? You don't live. Yeah. So I, uh, so I originally lived uh, in Montana for five years. Originally uh, moved, just moved back to Akron though. Um, three hour drive. Yeah, about three hours away um, from our hometown. Um, yeah. Now, are you guys are you guys from Cincinnati or what's uh? We're like two hours what south Cincinnati probably south Kentucky southeast basically. yeah basically. yeah I mean, I'm yeah, like right on the, I'm like yeah, right, right in the, between them Ohio we're actually in the seven four zero which is crazy yeah Dell's gonna get a seven four zero tattoo seven four zero on his ass representing with Burrow's face on it you got to get it arching right between. You know what I mean? Like seven four zero. You got any buffalo tattoos? I got a buffalo right here. That's right. We're from Niagara uh, Falls, New York, so which is just north of Buffalo. But you guys are familiar with Niagara Falls, one of the seven, one of the seven wonders of the world. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, it's I not. I'm not trying to talk shit, but I am kind of. But I've heard it's actually more We're beautiful coming. from the Canada side. Is that true? What did you say? I said I thought the Ghostbusters <laughs> were one of the seven wonders. I said I've I've actually heard I'm not trying to talk shit, but I've heard that it's more beautiful from the Canada side. Oh, you're right, because you can look at the American side. You can go over there and drink there, at 19. There it is. Yeah, you can go over there and drink at 19. It always, of course, you want to look better when you're drunk. 
That's so that's what we do in this area when you're right. younger. When you turn 19, that's it. You're good you go, to go over to Canada. Basically, we can drink at 19 here. Back, you know, back mm -hmm. in the day, you could just walk over. I mean, um, I can I can see Canada from <laughs> here. You so like right? Canada. Yeah, literally right out of this window, you can yeah. see Canada. I can but, see. Um, uh, shout out KB Art. Got the new Money Mac print. Okay. Okay. Money Mac, yeah, that's that dude, man. He's uh, oh, I did. That's what your wife was pointing at the other, earlier, wasn't it? And I just now, just now realized that. Yeah, but she's part of Joe Burrow's butthole. Damn, that's <laughs> <laughs> all. Joe Burrow walked into um, uh, Jeff Ruby's Steakhouse in some gray sweatpants yesterday. I know. I yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? That dude's he, on a whole different level. He had man. the he gray just... sweatpant impression going on there too. It, yeah. They didn't kick him out with him, so. You know the ladies like the gray sweatpants. <laughs> I would have liked the gray sweatpants, Joe Burrow. <laughs> well, we got a little more Bengals talk right here. Um, oh, what's up? Going on, talking about a little bit of uh, draft talk. Do you guys? Do you guys want to do a? Uh, are you guys wanting to do it like a mock draft or? Are you yeah, familiar with with any of the players? I am so I've been so focused on free agency that I can name you about 10 draft prospects now so we can draft all those ones but that's about it I honestly I'm not there yet I will get there though yeah. I will catch up doesn't the focus yeah. switch when yeah. you're in this win now window right well also because the Super Bowl went until you know you basically you're recovering we're, we're not used to this right? <laughs> I don't watch college football until the NFL season ends like yeah. I'll watch draft prospects and I've done it for years where I'm like, I don't know what team that guy, I mix up teams. I don't even know the end of the, the score at the end of the game. Cause I just don't give a shit. I just want to know how yeah. the player performs and what he can and can't do. I don't know who they play for sometimes. So then I get, um, so like uh, usually January I start watching. I didn't start until mid February. I've been able to watch some prospects, but then soon mm -hmm. as free agency was like, it's coming. I need to watch some of these guards some of these centers and some of these tackles because I wanted to have an opinion on it. Um, I'm so far behind on draft stuff. Yeah, I've got, I've got my rankings here that I popped up, which anybody wants to get a hold of me, I can shoot them a copy of that. Uh, no big deal. I just do it for fun. I kind of That's one of the things, like, I think why I always followed you, Joe, is like, that, that was, as this comment says, you know, that was typically our Super Bowl <laughs> every year. You know, that was yeah. We're not, we're not, we're not the Buffalo Bills where since since the Tyler Boyd fourth and thirteen they've been relevant. You know, we've been yeah. pretty much irrelevant since then. So, man, we had a seventeen year drought prior to that. Yeah, and the draft is what we had. You know, I was um, yeah, it was a wild carousel. For... You know what though, also. When you're picking top 10-ish or top 12, and they did for three years in a row, and then and then one and then five. You can zoom um, in on prospects. and uh, Yeah, you know who to look at. Like, right away, I know who to start watching. At 31, you can watch 60 different guys and get an idea. Yeah. And it's like, it's yeah. kind of daunting to even dive in because I don't know where to start. Well, hey, my real thing quick, is Stafford, Stafford, Matthew Stafford got a $60 million signing bonus on his uh, on his contract. This is uh, important to with watch 134 these. guaranteed, right? right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's important to watch these quarterback deals and it's see the game. Exactly, money. with Burrow. Burrow coming up, yeah. yeah. I, I don't necessarily want to talk about the guy that Cleveland got because yeah. 
Well, okay, so we do kind of have to talk but about it. I'll say the $240 million guaranteed was a was a big number. Yeah. And then what's your guys' thoughts? I, I saw where they they were – in my eyes, I'm looking at it from a betting perspective because when, when the Browns were posted – when you're reading the tea leaves a little bit um, – uh, hold on, you guys talk real quick. I'm I'm getting yeah. that. I, I don't know where your thought was there, but yeah, go do daddy duty. You know what All I right, did? I'll be do, thinking of talking about the Browns um, outlook if, as far as any perspective. Well, I just with that's, the addition. Someone yeah, yeah, they were talking about they were plus for uh, for winning the North this year, and, and as a betting perspective, in my eyes, I'm, I'm thinking it sounds great for for the uh, betting on the Bengals. They're the number one pick yeah. right now to win the North, and I think yeah. they're number six in the AFC. Bengals are eight in the AFC on Bet Online. I was just looking at this, and I'm like, God damn! Is that based on uh, Jacoby Brissett being their quarterback that they just signed? Because for six you know, games at least, right half the year. Yeah, he's the attention's coming, and it could be a year or two. So you just don't know, like. If the NFL thinks he's guilty of what he's been accused of by 22 women, that's only 22 that have that want to charge him, basically, or want to uh, yeah. sue him. It's like 29 women, and, and I think I think there was eight that was willing to go to court. Like that says a lot because you don't. I don't know. That's why I, I won't talk a lot about it because it, it just hits home on a personal level to me. But yeah. it makes it easy for me to hate the Browns. That's all oh, I'm gonna yeah. say. <laughs> Well, I think we're going to get some uh, carryover or some uh, bandwagon fans, which come on over. We're just like you guys, except for we've been to the Super Bowl before, you know. So we're, um, we're already getting yeah. it on. Um, we're on, just like you guys, but we have all of our teeth. Well, Bill's know? Bill's Twitter is getting a lot of Browns fans <laughs> that are also, yeah, that are saying. I kind of think of jokes here on the fly. We're Bill's just like Browns guys. Come on over. We like you guys. We just have jobs. It's only different. I've been seeing a lot of Browns yeah. fans on Bill's Twitter, though, that are like, I'm denouncing myself. It right. almost looks like the, that stupid viral tweets that keep saying that they're right. done being a fan of certain teams. But yeah, if they win, if they win, we know that the, a lot of those people, not like, all. They're talking about joining Bill's Mafia because they're three and a half hours away. They, they are pretty drive close. up mm-hmm. to 90. My car, I we went drove down to yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, we bought his it. car in Cleveland. Did, do they far. know you're a Guardians fan right. too? I guess I am a Guardians fan now. It's the first time I said that out loud. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you right now, I will I will absolutely jump through a flaming table. I think that looks like like a fun time right there. We will do that. That shit's not fun. <laughs> I've gone through it. I've seen it live, so it's a little – Different than on see these guys are in wailing paint. Yeah. They hit the ground. The table doesn't do much for breaking your fall. And some of these guys, it's like it's and some most of them are, are terrible. They're fucked up. They don't even you see the successful ones online. Mm-hmm. Some, I I was a season ticket holder for this year and seeing them in the parking lot. People are bouncing off these tables, flipping <laughs> off onto their heads. They're they can't even <laughs> smash through them. And yeah, uh, you have to like yeah. prop them. Uh, have you went through bring, one? Right? I have not went. I'm 37. They started jumping through tables when oh. I was like 30. I'm so like, you're super old. Am I? How old are you guys? I'm also 37. That's why I said okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit constantly. <laughs> My knees hurt. I couldn't imagine myself jumping so. through a table. If I squat too wrong to get the cast iron skillet out from under the stove, I hurt. Right. Well, that's why yeah. last week I was like, I was like, oh, me and Jeff, we could put Derek through a table. I didn't volunteer to jump through a table. I said yeah. if we go 
We could Dudley boys. <laughs> no, I will. Table. I will definitely pay for it in the morning. I mean, I did. I did shoulder dips last night, and my my shoulders feel like they're about to fucking fall off. So, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what it's called. It's, it's where you're on the table, and you like. Oh, you're gonna show us. You come up, or or whatever that, whatever that. All is. right. That's when you're half drunk and you're like, I'm going to exercise. I, I had a bourbon. I did have a bourbon. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to go in the basement. We were some weights. I'm like, I'm going to grab a bourbon. Yeah, you got a glass of scotch in you. You're like, you know what? I can do what these motherfuckers do. I'm going to go down and do these fucking push-ups right now. I'm going to do these every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So now we're into the bruise portion of the show for yes. anyone that's uh, that's the in. whole that's the best part about our show. We start off sober talking about cool stuff, and then you drink it, get a few beers, and then it's just start talking. To that's that's the best part about it. Talk everything like that's what I said. That was my outline. Was like oh, I guess we'll talk like Bengals, and then uh, just man, whatever. For this one, you can't this one. I say Did this you guys see this that Gary Owen said, "Hell yeah, let's do it." On coming on this show. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's hay burner, you fucker. You ever had one? Yes. I just gave what him a it? strong, it's a strong, sort of strong IPA. It's from, uh, it's called Big Ditch in Buffalo. Big Ditch, right. It's called a hay burner. Big it's, bitch. Uh, it, yeah. It's, she's, a, she's not big, a huge bitch. She's a big bitch. She's a big ditch. <laughs> and uh, He's saying ditch with a D. It's a good beer. Ditch. I gotta. I have to cut them with a couple like regular Labats or something, and then I can have a hay burner because these things will mess you up. They yeah. poison your body on top of getting you drunk. <laughs> oh, great. Gosh. Thanks. He brought it for me. It's so unfiltered. He's like, there's more yeah. than yeah. here, Joe. You end up with diarrhea too the next day. Now, if you I'm drink too that. many of them, one you may bring it out your asshole diarrhea. There you You'll go. You'll be fine with drink one. up. Do you have a, a bottle opener close by? Oh, be a man. About it. No, don't do that. <laughs> dude, I did that one time. Chipped my tooth, dude. Never again. Never so yeah, this one here is the last of the six pack. This is called a rusty chain. This is flying bison, also in Buffalo. It's it's one of the first like uh, Buffalo brewery beers that I'd ever had was a Rusty Chain probably like 10, 15 years ago. Um, and it's pretty it's good. good. It's just a regular yeah. lager, Vienna yeah. style lager. It's pretty good. It's you know it's clean and it's delicious. But I'm gonna go get an opener real quick. Down the fridge. I remember one of the first one of the first beers I ever drank was a uh, a natural. Was it? I can't even remember. Not a Natty Light. It was a uh, I don't know. Is it a green bottle? Some kind of weird ass rolling rock beer, but go yes, yes, rolling rock. That was it. That was it. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was the, the weirdest beer I, I think I've ever drank right there. Because oh, it, it tasted it tasted a lot like a like a Coors Light in my in my. Have opinion. you ever drank Old Milwaukee? Oh yeah. Yes, I've drank Old Milwaukee. Oh, that's awful. It's worst beer. It's not as bad as like a, the the. Steel Reserve, red, red label or red seal or? Well, he said Steel Reserve. Is that what you were thinking of? No, that those are uh, those are rough too. But <laughs> these were these are like the the little bottles. It's got a red label on it. Um, red stripe. Red stripe. I kept saying red seal. I, I didn't mind red stripe. I, I knew hey, right. 
I'm nailing this Did fucking beer jumping right now. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like a, this was a game, game show of you guessing beers. Beer jumping. Like, yeah, right he's describing other. beers, and I'm just guessing them. Yeah, he's like green bottle. Joe's like bam, rolling rock, rolling rock, rolling rock. He said, "There's one like, got a red label, little right. bottle." I said, "Red stripe." He goes, "Yes." Hey, here, right here, is the the orange arrow variant for somebody that was asking. There he is. All right. here. There you go. This guy right here is the orange. Yeah, Bengal fan yet? Hey, Declan, Declan, how you doing? Oh, I'm. I got my headphones. Oh. He can't hear you. He's is he a Bengal fan yet, or what? Can he give oh, us? Yeah, a, he is. Get out of my city. <laughs> And then this is the other one. Hey, Ashlyn. <laughs> they both had to say hi. Oh, and you watch Arrow? Uh, no. You haven't watched Arrow or Flash, have you? No. Flash is good. Yeah, but Flash, like, how many seasons? Flash I have not is, watched, okay. like, the last two or three. Like, I'm like, you can't have 20 seasons of a show. I'm sorry. I had some point to now. The first two seasons are I tremendous. Am, yes. Tremendous. Yeah. Now, the last couple seasons have been crazy as far as uh, Arrow goes. Uh, where they they start getting into time traveling and stuff like that, right. and it seems like the the more they try to, to make shows better, the the worse they get. Mm. But I really enjoyed it. Um, I got to the point to where I was literally watching because they were you had to watch them. Like I would watch one episode of Arrow, one episode of Flash, one episode, of, and I would just go right after the other. Legends of Tomorrow. Um. Super Supergirl or whatever it was, and I was doing every single one of those because they yeah. they all just started flowing together, and you had to you had to do it that way, or else you you see something that you weren't supposed to yet. I don't have that much time, like for it. You know? I, well, I, like, I uh, at some point, hopefully not. None of my bosses are watching, but when I'm at work, you know, I, I watch a lot of that shit. <laughs> Wow, you're fired. Listen, <laughs> you're, hey, hey, if we, you're just straight up working have, the entire time you're at work, you're a sucker. It's 2022, all right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. I am. I'm a teacher, and I'm constantly teaching these children. I'm not get, making up uh, draft boards and watching prospects. <laughs> that would be irresponsible of me to do that. Right. Exactly. I don't even, I don't even shit at home anymore. I save my shits on my day off. Right. Until I get to work. Right. Oh, yeah. There's so, nothing better. I hate when I have to poop in the morning and I'm like, can I make it to work? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get paid for this one. one. Yeah. I feel like that's the golden rule right there is shit at work, not at home. The golden that's right. rule. <laughs> You're like, oh, I got 20 minutes before I get out. I got to go take my shit before I get home. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Or you'll, you'll eat something right before you leave work, just so you know, right when you get, or right before you leave home, because you know, right when you get to work, it's to the shitter. <laughs> See, I shower at work too. So, like, it's, that's even, it's a double right there. I take right. a shit and then I shower. My last hour is like nothing. <laughs> that's yeah. perfect. We don't have it. Well, we have a shower, but I don't even know if it works, to be honest with you. But yeah, the guys that, the guys that work tell me all the time they get mad because I can, I'll sit there and I'm wiring these engines. And my hands are doing this, but my head's doing this, like watching my movie. Huh. <laughs> You're fired again, once again. You're fired. <laughs> You're and, and it's not like I call and talk to you sometimes for like two hours while yeah. you're no, no. We don't talk about anything going on with Bengals and in life. But as far as um, 
Bengals news goes, not there wasn't a whole lot to happen today. I know that we we kind of talked about the Eli Apple signing a little bit, but we. Uh, we I don't think we did. Just, Eli we Apple kind of literally uh, loves the Goodberries. He loves yes, he loves he Joe. I jumped in and I made a shirt. I made this shirt for Joe during the bye week. Then he wanted it, right? Well, eventually, yeah, because so it said casual Sunday. And I put a strawberry for Joe for Goodberry and an apple. You know, I changed mm-hmm. the A's out. And uh, then I had I had reposted it. Um, I think it was right before the AFC Championship game. Yeah. And then he goes, "That's hot. I want one." So I I mailed him one uh, to Paul Brown Stadium, and they got it. But I don't think he ever wore it. I never saw anything. But I didn't. I also sent out a casual invite the other day when someone was like, "Oh, what would be better is to have Eli Apple one." Yeah. yeah. There's that would be funny. Here. Is he coming? Is he here? There he is. Bring in Eli right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Joe was living rent free in Eli Apple's head for a while. That's <laughs> that was but, Joe. He, um, came, he the, came right to Twitter and tried dragging Joe. Listen, the guy. Um, I was not a fan when he was coming out of Ohio State. Uh, I didn't think you should have gone in the first round at all. Number ten overall. I laughed. Like I, I, I cracked up. I was like, "Damn, here we go!" And they left William Jackson. I was a big fan of William Jackson. He was my number one corner that year. So when like Eli Apple goes and a few other guys, I'm like, "Whoa! Look at these idiots, the Giants, huh?" You know. So I'm doing my. That's not kind of how I get down. Yeah, I had William Jackson in the same like top ten, top fifteen that year. Like I yeah. did not see him fall into twenty four. And so did the Bengals. Apparently, had him really high as well. And you know, we got to see it for at least one year where he looked like, damn, yeah, that's that yeah. guy we thought he was. Um, anyway, so then when Apple bounced around, I was like, yeah, he's kind of doing what I thought he would do. He's, you know, he, he had poor ball skills, and I thought he was disinterested at times. Um, having said all that. I thought that would be, continue to be his story this year. It wasn't. He played pretty well. You know, he, he – Nope. <laughs> it was like that first game where I'm like, damn, Eli Apple, they're picking on his ass. And after that, nothing. I mean, he yeah. was really not getting targeted. They were doing a good job of – I said they were hiding him. He says they can't hide corners. I don't know. Jesse Bates covered a lot of ground <laughs> back there, and they weren't throwing at you. Something's wrong with that. You know, they couldn't hide you in the Super Bowl. You're right. They can't hide corners. Um, right. But – at the same he time, played well. he played well this year. We cannot take that away. This is his best year, and he's 26 Our years old. There's no reason to say that he couldn't have the same type of year or even better. He's a former first round pick. The guy's got talent. Yeah. Um, so you get him on a one year, four million dollar deal. I still think that means what I think it means two things. Number one, they're not gonna right. spend another guy. Like when people are like, Oh, Stefan Gilmore, it ain't gonna happen. They're not gonna spend that much. Well, like, I know I seen that on there, and I did bring that up, but yeah, I don't think it'll happen either. But I would have loved it. You're paying Ouzier, you're paying Mike Hilton, you're paying Von Bell, and now you're paying Jesse Bates $13 yeah. million. You can't spend money at that fifth spot. $4 million yeah, is yeah. as much as you can spend at that fifth spot. That It needs to come from cheap production, which comes in the form of draft picks and, and rookies. So I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they draft two corners, first, second round, and then another one, fourth, fifth, sixth round, um, to really round out that room. I, I, I definitely can see corner in the first two rounds. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you haven't dove into the draft a lot, but once you start, and I was really big on Kyler Gordon, and then his testing was not what I thought it was going to be. Like, he makes a lot of sense for them. Like, um, I think that Eli may end up starting this year and maybe halfway through the season, or if there's an injury, and if you drafted a guy in the first or second round, 
then that guy's going to end up playing and being a big part of this season. And how many well in a row have we gotten to the fourth or fifth corner? I mean, it's, you have to always have every right. year. Yeah, Eli was the fourth corner. You end yeah. up getting to that guy every year. So that first round or second round pick is going to yeah. play. And yeah. Eli is a good fourth corner. And what yeah. you want your fourth corner is somebody that can step in and start if need be. And he did that the entire season. Bills are yeah, going to draft corner in the first round as well. Yeah, Buffalo's in a similar situation with their cornerback. They position. need speed at bad. They were slow sure. in the back half. You watch Tyreek Hill catch that slant and go 64 yards. It's because they are all running six fours or four sixes. I'm sorry. And the only yeah. other spot was really D line that I was thinking for Buffalo. Like, and I feel like they addressed that pretty well. Yeah. Tim Settle and Von Miller. Yeah. Well, exactly. they, they totally revamped it, too. They yeah. were cutting Star and uh, Harrison Phillips. Yep. You know, they let him go. Brought back Jack Lawson, the uh, guys they drafted last year in the first couple rounds. Don't be shocked if they take a receiver earlier than expected as well. I would well, think. Yeah, I've got that as their second need. Yeah. Yeah. What What's your guys' thoughts on the uh, the receiver game? I mean, for, for Buffalo and for, for the Bengals this year. I know, I know we need another receiver. Um, and I know the, the Bills could use at probably two, maybe three. I mean, you're not going to get three in the draft, obviously. But um, what's your guys' thoughts as far as receiver goes in the draft? I think the Bengals wanted to draft another receiver last year. Jalen Darden, who ended up going to the Bucks in the fifth or sixth round, he would have been a guy they were going to take. Him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they liked him as well. They had him pegged, and he went, and they ended up taking someone else. I can't remember who it was now because um, I can't remember what where the picks lined up. I don't want to say the wrong guy. Um, so they, I think someone exactly like that. Can he help in the return game? Can you give, throw him screens and let him you know, do some things after the catch? Does he have some speed? That's like peg those guys down the handful. That was, and, that was, and probably, the, uh, that was probably the, the Michigan uh, – Chris Evans picked in because that sounds like I mean you're kind of explaining him to a team, but but a, in a running back body. Yeah, and I think Chris Evans has a bigger role coming for them. As for the Bills, though, I think um, I think they can look for a slot guy. They need speed. Yeah, they so need speed. I think they're going to look towards speed. They should be looking towards speed. Um, Cole Beasley's gone now, as we yeah. can tell. They they re-signed McKenzie. Yeah. Stefan Diggs is Stefan Diggs. Um, the research the the Gabe Davis, you know, stepping up the way he did. He had four touchdowns against Kansas City. I was going to ask you what your thoughts was on that. Do you think that's kind of a flash in a pan, or do you think that's something that, that they can look I, forward to? In he's flashed it for two years now. So what's what's the, the thing with – he does flash, and the thing with having Stefan Diggs is he really draws a lot of attention, yeah. especially in that big game. Stefan Diggs, if he's pulling double coverage – yeah. Buffalo, as deep as they were last year and even 2020, there's a lot of options for Josh Allen. But you got Cole Beasley gone. And I think at the beginning of the season, the Bills started off sort of how they finished 2020, and they were being sort of slowed down a bit. And then when they really focused on Josh Allen and giving Josh a lot of options, you know, our running game really started coming into play. The mm-hmm. offensive line was really challenged to sort of make a difference. And still sort of digs got his catches. Um, Beasley still got 82 catches at the same amount of catches he got the year before. But with him gone, I think you can sort of focus more now on Gabe Davis, McKenzie, and you need to draft speed. But you can't pay everybody at some right. point. Stefan Diggs is going to need probably his final big contract. 
Mm-hmm. Gabe Davis is going to need to get paid if, paid if he can keep this pace, but it's probably not going to be with Buffalo. He's probably yeah. going to end up moving on, and you're going to have this young rotation coming in yeah. through the draft and these free agents and things like that. It, one more, it, one uh, more thing on the Bills. They were like the bottom three team in Yak for receiver position. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you can find a guy in the draft that can help you in that area, I think that would be a big boost for them. There's a reason why Cole Beasley is averaging like nine yards per catch. He just is not going to stretch a field and wasn't going to break Tyreek Hill caught a 15-yard pass exactly what I mean, and right. burned us. Everyone wants that. But I mean, why, just would, it, you, why wouldn't they look into a Will Fuller then, like to stretch the field oh. even? Like a one-year deal? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I know he's been injured a lot, but. Sounds like I think everyone should, right? Even the Bengals should look at Will Fuller. They're on a one-year deal. I mean, everyone right, could yeah. use that guy. You, remember when Higgins went down for those three games, how the offense were like kind of shrunk and yeah. all the attention mm-hmm. look went to uh, Chase? You bring in a Will Fuller, a former first-round pick that can run. Go around. Go around. Did Deshaun Jackson sign with anybody? He, I don't he think still so. got some speed, don't he? He did. I mean, I he, got, older, but. he got deep quite a few times last year. Yeah. But yeah, guys like that to to just That'll what's your guys' thoughts on AJ Green? I know I don't think he'll come back to Cincinnati, but he seems like he still had a little bit left. I mean, me looks around my garage has like multiple posters of AJ Green. <laughs> AJ Green is obviously like Ring of Honor eventually, right? You know, he's yeah, he's right. going to be on there. We're and that's the end him. of his story with Cincinnati, just like Carlos Dunlap, who got released in my opinion. Yeah. We're going to celebrate both those guys, honestly. I, I, I wish Dunlap didn't leave the way he did because, honestly, he was one of the best defensive players ever played for them. But um, uh, A.J. Green definitely will be in Ring of Honor one day. We'll get to talk about him a long time. But, man, the last few years, how disinterested he has looked at times has been such yeah. a bummer and such a killer for, like, what people view him as, I think, because it still looks like he can play. And I was so excited when we got Burrow with him. I was like, AJ's going to ball out. He's going to be a free agent, and we'll probably bring him back. And and it just acted like he did not want to get hurt. I want to know what's going on. I I would love to be a fly on his wall when when he's talking about what the Bengals did this year because you know that has to eat at him, that he went so many years, and then the year he leaves is when we – you know, it's hard to believe that that – all of this, I mean, we're literally coming up on, uh, I think we're about a month away from when we released the, the new strikes. So right. it, it's crazy to think that that was only a year ago. But all of this stuff happened the moment we let go of A.J. Green. This Joe Burrow effect, man. Yeah. You yeah. guys get Joe Burrow, and that's what turns it. It doesn't I – don't, I don't know that it matters who he's throwing to. Honestly, I think – Joe Burrow. Well, Jamar is pretty good. I, I will say. I get it. Jamar. I, that's not even a Jamar discredit. Chase. That's not a discredit to to the three receivers he has that yeah. are, you know, so good. I just think, I think the the AFC. You see the AFC gearing up, right? You oh. see, I made a point earlier. The NFC's or the NFL's version of a super team. It took to be a mildly deficient sort of Bengals team with that offensive line, but Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, you yeah. got Joe Burrow who's got this killer instinct. He's got this, this elite sort of awareness and ability to, um, to rise, to rise, yeah. to make it happen, to, to yeah. get this thing going. 10 He's games. The truck, not the trailer is, uh, is uh, what's the name would say? 
Um, oh, what what kind I'm, of redneck ass shit are you talking about right now? <laughs> uh, they always talk about on move the stick. Daniel Jam- Jeremiah, that's his name. They always talk about it. It your quarterback is a truck or a trailer. Is he the is he the ah. kind of quarterback that can carry the Holy team? Or is he the kind of quarterback that needs the team to carry him? Andy you know what? Dalton is a trailer. Exactly what's funny about that is how many – it's like 99% of people can now see the difference between Dalton and Burrow. Yeah. Um, I You know, I felt bad for all the years that I was, like, trying to warn people that Dalton was not the guy and say, you know, he's limited and because he was such a good dude and they won a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun to watch that team. Um, average. But- he was average. He's an I'm- average talent. I've never been afraid to say it. And, you know, so I always felt bad because I felt like I had to say it so that people would realize. And I think it's easy to say it, but then once you see, once Burrow comes in and steps in, you're like, damn, you, it's so clear as day that, like, if you have an average quarterback, it's why the Browns did what they did for Watson, to be honest yeah. with you, because May- Mayfield was just average. And he was, he's had I, some I said success. This for four years, he's Andy Dalton 2.0. In 15, 20 years ago, you'd keep that guy and be happy. They'd be paying him already. Yeah. But now it's like the arms race yeah. in the AFC is so yeah. strong. That like when you, Buffalo Bills you, paid Ryan Fitzpatrick, they gave they him this mega deal. He didn't last much more than two years after that. Right. But you, I've, it's QB purgatory, right. and you've talked about that. But it's different now. If you don't cut that leash soon – you waste so many, so much time, so yeah. many years. The Raiders, to be honest with you, they're getting to the playoffs with Derek Carr. They're a decent team. Derek Carr is actually better than he's ever been. Um, Derek Carr was Andy Dalton three years ago, but now he's actually, you know, he's he's developed in the pocket. He's developed his deep accuracy. It's still not enough. They're he's, giving him. They're giving him that piece, though. They're giving him Adams, right? Adams. Oh, he played this with them in college. That, right. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by that. They they went all in for Adams. Yeah, they they're pushing the chips in. Yeah. To get Carter that piece, because what else can they do for him? Right. This is it. Yep. You've yep. got two years. Devontae Adams, that wide receiver. Well, I heard they were already in discussion. So do you think do you think that a deal gets done before the start of the year? Or do you think they're like, hey, let's see what you guys do with Adams or see what you do with Adams and then that'll determine your contract next year? No, I think they'll probably try and sign him. Um and just and just I think it's a message to the team when you sign the quarterback of this is our guy, everyone buy in, believe. You know, because if you leave any doubt, it doesn't help. Yeah. No, you play out that year and it never works out typically. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. So, uh, the, the Blaster X wanted to know where you guys thought Baker would end up. The Colts? Yeah, that's what I was going to say as I well. That's AFC where he wants to go. The AFC still got to go heavy. Uh, so, so, I think the Browns are petty as shit. And I think, you know, since Baker wants to go to the to the Colts, I think they'll be like, all right, we got you all lined up. Uh, go hang out with, with um, what's his name, Sam Darnold in, uh, in <laughs> North Carolina. Or in Carolina or, yeah. I mean, the other team I could see at least getting involved or thinking about it would maybe be the Saints. Yeah. Where they missed out yeah. on Walton. And I actually oh, think yeah. he'd be a great fit there. Uh, you know, for if they want to run the offense they did with Breeze, if there's still enough yeah. lineage there where they're still running that. I mean, Matt Michael Ryan, Thomas comes back healthy. Matt Ryan could I even think, find himself somewhere also. So Matt Ryan could go probably to the Colts. I, the AFC still, I think, the fuck gearing out of up. The AFC, I think they're yeah. still yeah. gearing up. I don't Why think- does everyone want to come to the AFC? 
I think right now it's this domino effect. So yeah. the other AFC fringe teams now are like, we need a quarterback. Because the writing is clear. Because the writing's clear. Right. They're not going to mm-hmm. do – they can't sell it to their fans. They can't no. sell it to their organization yeah. or their players if they can't exactly. get behind a quarterback that's at least not top eight or ten of what's going on already so how far. Many, how many of the top ten quarterbacks are in the AFC right now? That's that's the crazy part. I saw somebody tweeting that earlier saying, "Yeah, you yeah, got yeah, seven exactly. quarterbacks in the AFC." Yeah, exactly. And I saw somebody tweeting about this earlier, talking about rearranging everything because. The AFC is just, and I know it, it's it's a because what was it two years ago? It was the NFC was was the powerhouse, and and this kind of they have these you know where they just kind of step ladder themselves. But um, Joe Burrow didn't make the the Pro Bowl last year in the AFC. Yeah, like, and it just got <laughs> harder to do that. <laughs> I mean, like he's exactly. Gonna... There's also a minor Tom Brady effect, right? Tom Brady's no longer in the AFC. He's in the right. NFC, and now you've got more. Um, actual um, what is it? Parody. Parody. You have real parody now yeah. in the AFC. But like I mean, who, who, parody. There's what four, what? maybe four guys. If you believe in Kyler, I don't know. Kyler feels hit or miss to me. Right. But, uh, I think Tom honestly, Brady right now. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Stafford, and then maybe Kyler. Kyler. That's it, yeah. right? In the I, NFC. Yeah, I, th- I mean I Dak Prescott's in conversation. Yeah, Dak is good, but he's yeah. still he's not proven much. Honestly. He hasn't proven he can win in the yeah. playoffs. Basically, right. he hasn't proven that he can win with no question in the NFC East, and that that's what tells me right now that I don't I don't personally think that Dak's the guy. I think he's a very very good quarterback. Well, he's the guy for Dallas because they paid him. Oh yeah, right, right. But I think I just don't think that he's that guy. I can take him to the next step. So even if we put him behind Kyler in the NFC as the fourth right. best quarterback, that means he's got a shot at it to, to represent the NFC. Yeah. 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 That means he wins the NFC East for a few years, and Dallas doesn't do anything because he is winning the NFC East. What I mean is, though, if you're a top four or five quarterback in your conference, we just saw this with Burke, Yeah, you got a chance to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, you got, you got a chance to make it there, a couple breaks, a couple picks, yeah. the defense right, steps yeah. up. And yeah. that's why people are like, oh, what are you worried about? We got Burrow. I agree. I'm No one is more confident in Burrow than I am. Point is, though, you add more chips to that table, you add more quarterbacks to that fucking dice that yeah. we got to roll, and the last mm-hmm. chance you're going to land on a number one. And, and if we're one, you got to roll that dice. I mean, I don't want to do that. I want to. We've watched the New York Giants twice beat Tom Brady and the Philadelphia Eagles beat. You just got to get there. You got to get there. But it's the path now in the AFC is you're going to have to beat Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. You're going to have to beat Russell Wilson, um, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen. Herbert. Herbert. I didn't even imagine. Right. You're going to have to be. There's a good solid six, seven, eight guys in the AFC that you can see. There's going to be a Super Bowl run because they're not good at quarterback. I'm telling you right now, there will. I, I have no doubt in my mind that the next year you will see a quarterback throw for 4,500 yards and 40-plus touchdowns and not make the the, the the playoffs in the AFC just because of how crazy well, stacked up that, that division. You know another team we didn't even mention? Who was the one seed in the AFC this year? The, the Tennessee Titans. Titans, exactly, yeah. What did they just do today? Yeah, they have Ryan Tannehill, Robert but what Woods. did they just do today? Robert Woods. Which I think Robert Woods for a six-round pick. Robert you know, Woods. They still haven't addressed the quarterback, in my opinion, is their deficiency. Right. 
That's why the Bengals beat them. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, all right. So who's got a clear path to the one seed? Because the their divisions suck. The Titans in the AFC South or yeah. the Bills in the I East. Think, I think they were an odd number one seed. And, See, and I think I was fighting people off when I said they were the weakest one seed we've had in a while. And I think it's yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's due to we already had this sort of weird AFC teams already kicking each other's ass yeah. throughout the season. Yeah. And, and it's gonna get worse. And <laughs> in, in honestly, in all honesty, I think the Titans are literally a a decent quarterback for the Colts away from from not even making the playoffs because they couldn't win. They can't win their division. I mean, I, I think it's that close. To honestly, you're going to get one team out of the East, one team out of the South for the foreseeable future. Yeah. And when I saw it, rumors Aaron Rodgers could end up with Tennessee, I'm like, that's they that's their Super Bowl. If, oh, I know. If they got somebody like that, they're that type of quarterback from winning it. They couldn't get yeah. out of Tannehill's contract this year, but next year, watch this team do whatever it takes to get a quarterback. And, and look at how many move every year the last two years. Like, it's literally – it's easier now than ever before to trade for a quarterback, it seems like. Because they if they want out, they get out. Yeah. Yep. And that's – in all honesty, I think that has everything to do with why Tom Brady came back, rolling, rolling it back to the NFC side. Because he knows that – I mean, the shortest path – is a straight line, right? So, yeah. and he just he knows that there's not much comp- competition in the NFC East for him to make the playoffs. So, and once, like you said, once you get in the playoffs, it's any anybody's guess that, that who's going to win the damn thing. Yeah, hey, I feel like we could go all night with this, but I asked yeah. these guys for 45 minutes <laughs> to oh, an yeah. hour. They we're were nice enough there. to give us an hour and a half, right now, and so. I truly appreciate it. Um, anything you guys want to plug? Looks like as far as... wings too, so. It looks like what? I said it looks like you're out of wings too. So there's a few. No, we got a few, but no, oh, this is okay. cool. I had a good I, time. I wanted to read this tweet. This is I don't know who this guy is. Evan Macy. He said the Raiders are still considered the favorites to sign cornerback Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, story. that's what I see. And have a strong <laughs> offer on the table, but there are still other teams in play, including the Bengals. The decision could come soon. Yeah, I think the Raiders will probably because, like we said, they're pushing all in. Yeah, Monte Adams, uh, Chandler Jones gave Max Crosby all that money, but how much money do they have left? I mean, but yeah, uh, then we have to get into about structure and contracts and this. That's that, exactly. And, hey, and we, we'll 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 end on this tweet right here. Uh, right. S underscore Bart underscore fourteen says R E L A X. Imagine any human being telling Joseph Lee Burrow no. So what, uh, because of Lyle Collins? Because of Lyle Collins, yeah. Yeah, but that's <laughs> money, it's medicals, and we don't even right. know that. He may not have said bur- no to Burrow. You know, sure. it, it could yeah. be a lot of factors. I mean, he was at that mall. It looked like he was wearing the same kind of sunglasses Joe Burrow wears. Like, yeah. yeah. He's probably like, I love Joe Burrow, but you know what else I like? Money. Fucking $30, 40000000 million. Dollars. <laughs> glasses. And let's be honest, the only person I've ever seen tell Joe Burrow no was Aaron Donald, and that play still haunts me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm, yep. yep. I'm just Jamal, saying. Jamal, Jamal Chase is wide open. <laughs> he was. He was oh, wide open. you had to end it on on talking about that. Can you get it out of your mind? Have any of you guys replayed that game yet? No. Yeah. I can't I do it. I had, I, had, I, had, I, had, I, had, I can't. So I've watched the first half 
Because the first half, I mean, it looked like everything was going smoothly. Yeah, we were still losing with it, but it looked like, hey, we're still in this thing. And then I, I'll tell you, I watched the first three quarters, but I couldn't. I have yet to watch it the game all the way through yet. I was trying to be courteous on sharing any Vaughn Miller highlights, and uh, that last play, <laughs> that last play, he had a uh, he had the edge on on. Uh, they didn't Isaiah Prince. He didn't put a hand on him the last drive. Yeah, yeah. Last drive, he missed him three times. But I didn't share anything. I went. I went to the Super Bowl against the Seahawks, and I just was like, "Here's some good stuff." That's where the people that are like Isaiah Prince isn't that bad. Listen, that's hey, I'll be I'll be the one to say that. Other than the yeah, you ball, said that a million times this year. In section one thirty eight, terrible. True sample over here. PFF grades. I'm like, oh shit, maybe I need to go back and rewatch him. It's well, just no shit. His favorite players are Drew Sample and Isaiah Prince. <laughs> <laughs> he likes the underdogs. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He tries to say positive for every player, and I'm like, okay, I will yeah, say this. But... In my defense, I am a Ohio there's State. No, there's no defending that bullshit. And that, that's one of the reasons why I why I'm a Prince fan, but I like Prince. Right, too. Purple Rain, you yeah. Know? You can't beat it. It was the best halftime show ever. In the rain? Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, I love this year's. Yeah, no, me I too. too. Yeah, 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 I was. Yeah. It, it, it seems everything. like if you were above the age of like forty-five, you hated it. But until Fifty showed up and he was really bloated, I felt. I stepped back with this pack of zigzags and this bag of this weed. <laughs> should need it to be. Oh, sorry. No, you're right. I no, love it, man. Though those other words. No yeah. truer words have ever been spoken. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Would you be interested in doing this again in the future? Sure. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's yeah. do it. All right, Elliot. Yeah. Drink beer, get drunk, and... Next time with no pants on. No pants. Hey. Man, I didn't say all that. <laughs> I forgot I was wearing them tonight, so... Sweatpants. <laughs> hey, who day? Go Bills. Do you have like a... Is it just Go Bills Go or... or? Go Bills. Okay. Go Bills. Go, go right. Bills and who day? Thanks, no, guys. no, no. They do have something. Stop them. It's a shout hey, song. No. Circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. That's, That's a Chris Berman. Yeah. I get it. Here, listen. Now we go. Who day and somebody else who day, right? Yeah. They have, hey, hey. hey. You're right. And then the other guy goes, hey, hey. Well, when then, you're in the airport, you got a Bills hat on. Hey. hey. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Go Bills. It is go Bills. But that is the, the sound you hear while yeah. walking in through the gates. Yeah. But anyways, which, uh, which we need to work on in uh, Paul Brown Stadium, by the way, because we got to figure something out. Um, I heard some things with uh, Jager bomb. the Jager bombs, and this was the Jager bomb. Right, you, your, you painted your nails nice, Dale. <laughs> yeah, that was Dave's hand, your brother's Dave, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was Dave's, Dave's hand, definitely not the wife. It was, yeah, those are, those are Dave's, yeah. <laughs> Dave's it's 2022. No yeah. They are pretty. That's, that's podcast, the only podcast where we talk about Bengals and get drunk. I think it's the only podcast where we talk about Bengals and life and get drunk. But even if it's not, we're the fucking coolest one. Exactly. There you go. So we'll end this with a who day and a go Bills. Who day? Okay. Go Bills.